This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. I'm your host, Lavelle Harris, with my other co-host, Austin West. Say hi, Hello. Austin. It is I, Austin West. And we're, we're going to get started today because it's been a great week in the NFL, and we got no guests today, unfortunately. Please be soon. We're, hey, I was talking to Coach Delk. He said he was... Down to come, come on again. He's down to come on again. I'm like, hey, anytime, Coach Delco. Yeah. Anytime. But you want to start or I want to start? You're starting. You're, you're leading this. You're in okay, charge. So, you do your thing. We're going to talk about how the Chargers blew a 24-point lead, and I'm kind of mad about it. Kind of. I'm really he mad is, about yeah, it. I was there it is. pissed. There it is. But Justin Herbert had a good game against third 43-year-old Tom Brady. And during the game. 33-year-old Tom Brady? I was going to say 38-year-old. He is not 38. He's 43. He's yeah, 43. I was like, 43. He's I was 43. Like, I know. I just saw the thing. But they were, talk- they were, like, they were talking about how when old? he was in college, um, I think it was in college, like, Justin Herbert was in, like, a pumpkin patch, and they were showing, like, flashbacks of it, and it was, like, funny. I liked it. I liked all the pictures they I'm showed. I'm pretty sure Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert is the 100th and 28th. 28th different quarterback that Tom Brady has or faced. Or it could be 123. It's one of the two. I think, I'm pretty sure it's 123. Yeah, and I think that it's 123. And that beats the record he was tied with Brett Favre uh, for, for playing the most different quarterbacks I seen in that a career. Stat. I didn't read all of it, but I've seen the 123rd. But Justin Herbert had a pretty good game. Did not throw for 300 in this game. Would have been would have made it three games in a row. But 20 for 25, 290 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Also, we didn't. Eckler got hurt early in this game. It was his hamstring injury, and our running backs did not produce any anything. We had oh, about 50 yards in rushing. But Keenan Allen had eight receptions, 62 yards. Jalen got. Gutson, Guyton, I don't know your name, I'm sorry. One reception, 72 yards, a touchdown. Tyron We're back, Johnson. At, it. We're back at mispronouncing names. Hey, I don't know. Already, already, already back at it. What is this name? It's Guyton? I think it's Guyton. Guyton? I'd, I'd go Guyton. Guyton. We're going Guyton. And Hunter Henry didn't produce for right? Tyron Johnson, one reception, 53 yards, one touchdown. So all his touchdowns were pretty long, pretty, pretty long touchdowns. But Justin Herbert looked good. I'm not going to lie. Justin Herbert looked good. But Tom Brady... Just looked better. Just looked better. It's Tom Brady, obviously. But it's Tom Brady. He is the Tom goat. Brady. He threw for he threw five touchdowns to five different receivers. Hey, passing the ball. And, and you know who one of them wasn't? Gronkowski. Gronk. But Gronk could have. Gronk has not caught a touchdown yet. This no, year. he has not. But he only had one catch, I think. But Tom Brady, I heard like a little thing like the receivers like arguing who's his favorite receiver, and he's like, "All of you are my favorite," because he just throws it to everyone. He else. does, and I'm like, "That's true." But Tom which Brady, sucks for fantasy, but I mean, it's man. nice. It's nice for the team. Yep. And that'll be Tom Brady's 222nd win. Uh, I believe regular season, not total, not playoffs. Huh? I don't believe it includes playoffs. Uh, you'd have to. I'd have to check that. Gonna for have, sure, we're gonna have to check it, look it up. But yeah. Tom Brady, thirty for forty six, three hundred sixty nine yards, five touchdowns, and an interception, which was a pick six. Ronald Jones with um Leonard Fournette, Fournette out. He had twenty carries, hundred and eleven yards, and Bruce Arians said this is his running back, even with Fournette there. So uh, that's pretty crazy. But Mike Evans, seven receptions, hundred twenty two yards, one touchdown after I just traded him away. That's tough, man. I know it is. And T Y got me nothing. Hey. Uh, but Scott Miller, 
I told you. It, Scott yep. Miller is Scotty Miller. It's Scott Miller. It's a oh Scott Miller. I bet. But he's upcoming. Five reception, eighty three yards, one touchdown. He has speed, and it's pretty nice. I he's pretty nice. I I was watching him. I'm like I might pick him up at fantasy. Yeah. So if you need a fantasy wide receiver, like it's. Because all he runs, he's a little fast guy. He is, but he, he'll I mean, run streaks. And he he is touchdown dependent, I will yeah, say for probably. sure. Um, especially when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are both healthy, yeah, uh, as Chris Godwin was out of this game. Out, and then his the next leading receiver was OJ Howard, who also got injured. He also got injured. I think his Achilles. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. yes. After he caught a touchdown. Yes, it was after he got a touchdown, three receptions, fifty yards, and a touchdown. Who else he throw to? Keyshawn Vaughn, number 30, his running back, his backup running back, and then Cameron Brait, one reception, three yards, one touchdown. Also, he threw a pick six. That one that one interception was a pick six, but they were down at a point. It was 24-7 to seven at a point. And then they scored, and it was 24-14. to 14. Then we scored, did not score in the, in the fourth, couldn't get that game-winning drive, but they had 24 unanswered in. I believe the stat, the was, stat was you guys went on a 24-0 yes, run, just so they and they returned it with a 27 yeah. or 24-0 no, run. No, it was 24. It was 24 Exactly. Yeah. So we went 24 unanswered, so for them to come 24 yes, unanswered. Exactly. I'm like, of course we did, but and our, our defense yeah. needs to step up. Like, we can't just sit and cover three all game. Like, I swear that's all we do. Play some man coverage. Blitz the QB. Do something. Like, come on, the Chargers. We got to do something. Anthony Lynn, fix us up, please. But and that's yeah, all about I, did, my team. I did check the fact it is Tom Brady's 222nd regular season win. Yeah. So all time does not include postseason. And so, yeah, number 222nd, I believe that is an NFL record as well. Yeah, that's a lot of wins. It is a lot of wins. Homie been He's in been in there a lot of years. Homie been in the NFL for Long about time. 20 years now. 20 years now. I swear it feels like. <laughs> it's been He's been in the NFL longer than I've been alive, so... Uh, I think, yeah, I think he's been in the NFL, yeah. but he didn't start until 01, I believe. And that's when I was born. Yep. That's what's up. 01 <laughs> hey. babies, dude. 01, let's get it. Come on, fist bump this. Oh, Thank you. my bad. I All didn't right. see him. Anyways. He's too short. <sighs> Anyways, Eagles, 49ers um, Trash. at San Francisco. Um, you really think we'd come out with a winning with this, even with our practice squad basically playing as our starters. Basically. But no, we do not, because the Eagles, uh, surprisingly, they score first. Uh, I shouldn't say that part's surprising, but they go for two on the very first touchdown that they get on the game, and they get it. It's good to sack Ertz, and so that kind of propelled them forward throughout the game and gave them that extra edge so you couldn't just score a touchdown to yeah. win. Did they not, like, trust their kicker or what's up? I don't know. That's the only time they went for two, and so I, it was weird. It was really weird, but, I mean, it worked for them because uh, no one scores uh, again till the second half. Uh, it was 8-7 at halftime. Uh, 49ers look like they're doing something. They score, bring it 14-8, to and then it's 14-11. to And then Philadelphia Eagles score. We score again. It's a close game. And then Eagles are up. And then Nick Mullins, uh, the man we've praised so much, there's been drama thinking, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo's not going to get his starting job back when he when Nick after he's healthy. Nick yeah. Mullins is going to stay there. I was talking good about him and right and after then that. And then Nick Mullins, he threw a pick after you said you were talking yes, good about I, him. I literally was watching the game. I'm like, Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins been looking good in this game. This right was the after beginning that, of the game. Mind right you. after that, threw a pick. I'm like, yep. never mind. Let, that was the beginning talking. of the game. Let me stop talking. And then he threw a second interception at the end of the game. I believe it was the first play of the drive where we were trying to come back and win. And he throws a pick six to a linebacker um, that is was getting underneath the route. Uh, the announcers gave him props, like saying, oh, 
you know, he was looking, waiting for Kendrick Bourne to uh, look back and cut out of his route yeah. and just didn't see the linebacker. But And he's like, I know on TV it looks really bad. And it, it did. It looked horrible <laughs> on TV. Like he just threw it to him? Yeah. It was right into his hands. The linebacker's getting under the route. And I'm like, all right, come on. Are we going to really give him this much credit like that he didn't see it? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not an NFL quarterback. I don't know what he's seeing. I'm not there. So, I mean, I'll give him a little bit of an edge, but that was a second interception. He did throw one touchdown. And what can be considered as Kyle Shanahan just a fit of rage, he benches Nick Mullins after that pick six <laughs> and puts in the third stringer, the man from Iowa, C.J. Beathard, hmm. who leads the 49ers down to score. So they end up scoring a touchdown and bring it in close, 20 to 25, I believe. Yeah, 20 to 25. So we got it close again. And so uh, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on what happens. And then we're driving down the field. We get over the 50. We're like, oh, we're almost in field goal range, but we have mm-hmm. to score because again, those two, that, those two points are hurting us. And so then our tackles just are having a bad. We're having a bad night to begin with. Oh, and Mike McGlinchey gets bull rushed twice in a row on second and third down. So CJ is fourth. Beathard's forced to throw it away, basically, because he doesn't have enough time in the pocket because McGlinchey gets pressured, and then we lose the game, obviously. And so, again, C.J. Beathard possibly. People are like, oh, C.J. Beathard might not get it now, like <laughs> the backup spot. Like, now it's a fight for backup, not for starter, they're just, whatever. They're just fighting at this yeah. point. And so Carson Wentz, 18 for 28, 193 yards, touchdown interception. Miles Sanders, 46 yards, no touchdown. Um, basically, Eagles are now sitting atop of the NFC least, and at one, two, and one. So congratulations to them. So that that division's so yeah. bad. This brings up my stat that I took a picture of. Let me get to it very quickly. Only two times in history has a team won the division at uh, a losing record. The 2010 Seahawks at seven and nine. That says a lot about my team in 2010. And the 2014 Panthers at seven, eight, and one. And so basically the NFC could do it next because, again, Philly leading it one, two, and one. Washington right below them at one and three. Dallas one and three as well. And the Giants at 0 oh and four. Yes, sir. Again, so NFL least. Bad game. Bad, it, it just kind of sucks. It sucked. was just not good. But the highlight of the game, Brandon Ayuk, hey. the hurdle. He's hey. got bunnies with a capital B-U-N-N-I-E-S, dude. <laughs> He cleared I've that. I've never man. heard that. I have never heard that before, actually. Well, no, but dude, he that, cleared it was pretty. That I was, dude. I was like, I was like, wait, he did not just do that. Because Wesley was like, he just hurdled him. I'm like, you're lying. He's like, no, look at this play. And yeah, it shows me the play. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I'm watching it. He I'm looks like a this play. He looks like a hurdler, like running track. Like, he did it in college too. Before. So like, it literally, it was nice with I less like, buildup. I was watching it. I'm like, okay, here comes the tackle, and he just leaps. And my jaw drops because he just <laughs> clean over him, doesn't touch the a defender at all, not even a hair, and just hurdles over him, stays on his feet, scores a touchdown. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lavelle, you missed. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, bricks tackle. Okay. And I start to turn back to like, all right, so we're down. And I see it out of the corner of my eye. He's still running. I look, and he just hurdles. Unbelievable play. If you haven't seen it, go definitely look it up. Yeah, because um, you probably have seen you it. You had to. It was e- all I think over. ESPN tweeted it. It was out. over ESPN, Sports Center, NFL, yeah, the it, check down. It was probably on SE Top 10. Bunnies, dude. It was, pretty, it was nice. Bunnies. I was like, okay, that was it. That it was, was it. very good. But some other scores. Do with we want to start with Game of the Week or do you want to do other scores? Let's start with the Game of the Week. The Game of the, the week. week. We say we say it's the Browns versus Cowboys because – 
Browns were up 31-14, and then Cowboys, oh, no, they were up 41. They were up 41-14 going into the fourth quarter. And the Cowboys un- had 24 unanswered, and then Browns' last play, last, like, I don't know if it was the last play, but, like, their last little drive, they do they give it to Odell on a end around. Odell runs back, like, 15 yards, comes down the side guy cowboys guy miss cowboys guy miss comes down sideline jukes two people and then runs in the end zone like it was like i was like this is a crazy play i believe he was within 50 yards of the end zone but in total he ran 50 yards 51 i believe on the end around yeah because he he came all the way around and then ran back about 15 yards i don't know and then cut it i think um what's his name although he was from he was alden smith Alden Smith could have got him, and he missed. And then he ran up, juked two people, jumped in between two guys, and just scored. And I was like, that was a pretty good play. Yeah. Like, Odell, you might have you might have just looked like Barry Sanders on that We're play. thinking uh, Odell, probably his best game of the season. Yes. Um, do you think it Jarvis will Landry. continue to be his best game, or do you think he'll have a better game after this uh, one? I think it'll probably just be his best this game. This will be his best, yeah. Because, like, he's been looking up and down always. And Correct. Like, he's never had a consistent play like he right. plays. But some Jarvis snaps. has himself a day as well. Yes. Throws a touchdown Throw to OBJ. To Odell, and I'm It was like, a 37-yard pass. Crazy. Jarvis says he felt like he pe- pitched nine innings after that throw. Oh, my God. And then LeBron, he got he got some praise from LeBron, OBJ, and Jarvis Landry did. Like, everyone's tweeting about it, and I was like, that's a nice play. But Baker, some stats, Baker, 19 for 30, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Jarvis Landry, one for one, 37 yards, a touchdown. You know, yep. Jarvis. Um, Dak Prescott Kareem again. Hunt. Kareem Hunt, 11 oh. carries, 71 yes, yards. Yes, because Nick Chubb years. did get injured on in that game. And, and so can I talk about my yes, can NFL talk, running back thing? We can talk about so, NFL running back stats Michael, he found. Michael David Smith, managing editor for Pro Football Talk, put out this thread on Twitter that I saw. It was very, very interesting, I thought, in my opinion, just because stats-wise, I thought it was cool. Yeah. So the Browns starting running back, Nick Chubb, was lost to an injury after six carries. The Browns then proceeded to rush for 307 yards, which is the most in any NFL game in two years. So like after their main running back gets injured, they yeah. do that. And then this goes on with all the other main running backs, which is why it kind of relates in. Former number two overall pick, Saquon Barkley, lost for the season with knee injury. He had 34 carry, 34 yards on 19 carries. The two running backs who have replaced him, career backup Wayne Gallman and recent arrival Devonta Freeman, both have more yards on fewer carries. The Lions have used two recent second-round picks on running backs, but their leading rusher is 35-year-old Adrian Peterson, who arrived in Detroit less than a week before the first game of the season. The Jaguars cut their number four overall pick, Leonard Fournette, replaced him with an undrafted rookie in James Robinson. Much praise to that guy. (laughs) He is on pace to finish the season with 1,140 yards rushing, 644 yards receiving, which is more yards from scrimmage than Fournette had in any season in Jacksonville. Again, they're getting rid of these starting running backs, and and their backups. backups are going off. I'm not done yet either. He said I'm not done. The Dolphins traded for Matt Breida from the 49ers and signed Jordan Howard in free agency this offseason, but their leading rusher is Miles Gaskin, a 2019 seventh-round pick. And then finally, Carolina made Christian McCaffrey the highest-paid running back in the NFL this year. He got hurt after two games and was replaced by career backup Mike Davis, 
who now has more yards from scrimmage than McCaffrey, and the Panthers have won both games with Davis starting and lost both games McCaffrey started. Which, I mean, coincidence, kind of. McCaffrey got me 27 points both games. I don't know about that one. Like, the last one's a little stretch, but it's still very interesting, though. It is interesting. Because there's all these backups going on. And it's been one of the worst years in fantasy for that kind of reason because yes. everybody's getting injured, obviously. And, like, you're, you're trying to find the next fantasy, like, mm-hmm. like fantasy, what do you call it? Like, uh, superstar? I don't know. You like, fantasy, super- like, starter? Yeah, or, like, someone you pick up waiver wire. Waiver wire pickup? Yeah, you're f- that looking waiver for waiver wire find? Yes, and, like, if you find that waiver wire find, oh. Because the week Mike Davis, right before he started, I, who, I picked Joshua Kelly in James Robinson instead of Mike Davis because yeah. I figured, oh, these guys will do better. And then Mike Davis, of course, doing as well as he did. Brilliant and so, up. yeah. And it's been difficult for fantasy as well because you never know when someone's going to get injured. Yeah, like, you can't trade in- people away. Injuries, like, are just going crazy this like, year. It's like, would you trade these people? Well, no, they might come back. But yeah. will they be as yes. good? Could they be better? Will that cut off the other person, their backup? And so, like, people have been like, well, if we don't have both their players, like if someone doesn't have McCaffrey and Davis, what kind of questions does that raise? But that's a lot of more other fantasy stuff, of course. We'll we'll get to we more. can talk about we'll that later. But other scores from around the league: Thursday night football, Broncos defeat the Jets 37-28. Sam Darnold with a nice TD run in that game got a lot of hype as well. Got a lot of praise. Chargers Buccaneers. We talked about Saints Lions was a good one, 35 to 29 to the Saints. Lions led that one 14-0, I believe, in the second quarter or the first quarter still. It was the first quarter, and they were already leading 14-0 again over the Saints. Uh, a lot of people not giving the Saints as much hype as they have been earlier in the season. That game also gave us a score Agami, which is the first time in NFL history a game has ended with the score of 35-29. to And I have another one here. Over the last 16 games, the Lions are one and seven when they have at least a ten point lead. So they've they've had ten point leads eight times and they've only won one of those games. That's that's not good. Matt Patricia is in the hot seat this week. Ooh. This year, I should say. He's not looking so great. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to a couple of those. And, couple more people. Couple oh more people gosh, that brings more. up so much more like coaching wise because yeah. he hasn't been oh, I had a lot to work with, blah 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 in Detroit, even though he hasn't had a winning season yet. He hasn't had nothing. Like and he so hasn't done anything for them. That brings up an even better coaching comparison for the Browns. <laughs> Hugh Jackson, in forty games as the Browns head coach, had three wins. Kevin Stefanat, Ke- Kevin Stefanski, in four games as the Browns head coach, has just as many with three. Sheesh. What are the Browns are three and one? Huh? They are three and one. Oh my, so that's huge. actually good. Wait, no way. Yes, they're three and one. I didn't dude. even think so. Like they, they just flying under the radar. They're looking up. They're looking up. They dude. are. Jaguars, Bengals. Joe Burrow gets his first win, thirty-three to twenty-five. Joe Mixon has himself a day. Earned the NFL game ball for this week. Joe Burrow is the first rookie ever with three hundred plus passing yards in three straight games. So could congrats been, to him. Could have been Justin Herbert. That win. Could have been Justin Herbert too. Yeah, because but he had two ninety instead. He needed two ninety. Had to throw that pick on the final drive. That's rough, man. I know, but Vikings Texans 31-23 goes to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. That and was... head coach Bill O'Brien gets fired this week after an 0-4, 0-4 start. Whoa. They have no first or second round draft picks, 
and they had just traded away their best receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, in the offseason. He just he just totally just said, yeah, I'm just going to ruin this team. They and just then... gave him play-calling privileges last week for the Vikings game, too. Really? Oh, my God. And so now he's getting fired. Life comes at you fast, man. One of those teams. Life comes win. at you fast. One of those teams. They were both 0-3, so... Hey, somebody glad, has to win. Glad it was B-Pat's team. Yeah, good. And Isaiah's and Kathman's. Good yeah, to see the yeah. Vikings going to win. Seahawks, Dolphins, 31-23 to in the Seahawks. A lot closer than it probably should have been. Yeah, way closer. But again, Russell Wilson, one of those MVP candidates, only had two touchdowns in this one and a pick. 360 yards, however, on 24-34. So, I mean, again, Eighth. Russell Wilson in the name for the MVP We'll talk about a little more of the MVP once we get through these scores. Cardinals, Panthers, Panthers win that one 31 to 21. I believe this may be the game that really knocks Kyler Murray out of the MVP talks. Really? Because they lose to the because they lose the Panthers. Yeah, I, Panthers. I think that's the one that might knock him out there because Panthers are lower in the power rankings. They're not as good as most of the teams no. he has beat. Most exactly. Like, yeah, so, so I would say that. Yeah, Ravens, Washington, Ravens win 31 to 17. Terry yeah. McLaurin still a show out. In that game, I know, as Terry McLaurin, as soon as I pull his name up here, as I'm looking at Baltimore stats, it's Terry McLaurin, 10 receptions for 118 yards. No touchdown. No touchdown, but Mm -hmm. Antonio Gibson looking very well at running back, 13 carries, 46 yards, a touchdown, and four receptions for 82 yards. Again, Lamar Jackson looking fairly well as usual. We know Lamar. Giants-Rams. Rams win that one 17-9. A big news in that one, Giants were actually able to slow down the high-powered Rams offense this week, and they credited a lot to, a lot of people have been crediting it to, I should say, blitzing on almost every play. <laughs> so blitzing hard for the Giants defense has held back the Rams offense, which is a big deal for all the other teams that have to play the Rams this season. Yeah. That's the way to slow them down cause because they almost like, had that comeback against the Bills last they week. They do a lot of play action. When you, what do you do to stop play action? You just blitz. You got a blitz. You blitz. You hit the running back. You hit the quarterback. Well, they can't do play action anymore. Precisely. Hey, easy as that. Bills Raiders, 30-23. to 23, My MVP pick, hey. Josh Allen, he, 288 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's becoming mine, too. I'm not going to lie to you. He also rushed for a touchdown. Hey, Josh Allen is a baller. He has just been balling. These last four games, I was like, Westy, you might have picked the best MVP. I ain't going to lie. He's Goaded. He's been looking really good. He's goaded. Colts, Bears. Colts win that one 19-11. <laughs> and I want to talk about, because this was possibly the most interesting thing I've ever said. This is really what should be America's game of the week. The, because, and there's a big reason, the winner of the Colts-Bear games determines the winner of the presidential election. Oh, God, really? To the, since the division realignment in 2002, every regular season game between the Colts and Bears is correlated with the winner of the election. If the Bears win, the Democratic nominee wins. If the Colts win, the Republican nominee wins. And I'll give you the facts for it. 2004, the Colts win. George W. Bush, a Republican, wins the election. 2008, the Bears win. Democrat Barack Obama wins. They win again in 2012. Democrat Barack Obama wins. 2016, the Colts win. Brings back another Republican in Donald Trump. Colts win this year. So if the prediction stays on, Donald Trump will be there for another four years. We'll see it. We'll try. We'll, we'll I see just, what happens. I saw that and I it blew my mind. <laughs> like they correlate that much that like it actually 
somewhat makes like, sense. Obviously, uh, obviously it, there is no truth to that. To like, that's what it ma- causes it. It just like it just like happens. it's just a super strong yeah. correlation. And you're like, no way. You're like, okay. That's like if you're if we're calling it now, Colts win. We might be looking at Republican nominee, and we gotta, maybe one will come out or something. Like Donald Trump will like not be there or something, or something weird will happen. He already has COVID, so we'll see. Well, he's healed up from that. He's good now. You can't heal from COVID in two days. Calm well, he's, down. Okay, he's back to work. I should say. Yeah, chill out. He's chill back out. to work. I should say. I shouldn't say healed. He's back to work. I should say. But Excuse me. Patriots about, Chiefs. Yes. Uh, not a great game. Twenty six to ten. I mean, without Cam Newton, they had to start Brian Hoyer of all people. Stidham, Jason Stidham, did come in late in that game. Yeah. He, and Patrick he Mahomes him. also one of the candidates for MVP, as he went two hundred thirty six yards and two touchdowns and rushed for 28 yards. And so finally we've got Falcons-Packers injury-prone game here. A lot of people injured coming into this. Julio and Calvin Ridley not looking great. Devontae Adams Adams. was ruled out as well. And this was all the Packers' tight end. And then Robert Tanyan Jr., six receptions for 98 yards and three touchdowns. And one of them was a somersaulting touchdown. He went to block a guy, I believe. Gets tripped up, somersaults, jumps back up, looks back at Aaron Rodgers, wide open, pass the own touchdown. I don't think he was blocking. I think like they, he was guarding him, and someone just threw him on the ground. There's something. Yeah, he yeah, somersaulted. He and went he, to the ground and somersaulted, and caught, he jumped just, back up. He got back up, and he just wide open. Like, caught a touchdown. Hey, it worked. Uh, yeah, it I works, guess, man. Guess we just got to fall on the ground and get over. Exactly. It don't, yeah. but sometimes it don't. Has a down. great game there, and Aaron Rodgers, 327 yards and four touchdowns. That's our final scores here for this week in the NFL, which brings me to my MVP stuff that I wanted to talk about. As According to Vegas, the MVP race, number one is Russell Wilson with 925 yards. Again, these are current stats. 925 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception, 90 rush yards with no touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 898 yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions, 80 rush yards, and one touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, 887 yards, 9 touchdowns, 0 interceptions, 26 rush yards, no touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 576 yards, 5 touchdowns, no interceptions, 182 rush yards, no touchdowns. And then who I think should be in first place at this rate, Facts. He, granted, he doesn't have as many touchdowns, but and he has one, Josh Allen, 1,038 yards, 10 touchdowns, 1 interception, 84 rush yards with 2 rushing touchdowns. No one else has as many rushing touchdowns as he did. Patrick Mahomes is the only other person with one. No, Lamar has one. Yes, he has got no. one this week. So. The stat says he doesn't have one. He definitely has one this week. I saw him. Bro, We saw. The, I saw the play where he took the fight. Unless rushing. they called it back. No way they called it back. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, seven carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Oh. Well, these stats from three days ago. Oh, I guess it was three days ago, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what's today? Monday? Mon- Tuesday. I mean, this would have been Sunday. They posted mm-hmm. it, so I mean... Mm, they guess they didn't get it right. Maybe. Apparently not. But, yeah. Those are the odds right now in the MVP race. I think Josh Allen should be up there higher. And then I'm just going through all my NFL news that I have right now, basically, because I think it's really interesting. Um, this was a big one because everyone talks about how Patrick Mahomes should have gone to the Bears and stuff like that. According to Bleacher Reports, Kalen, Kalen Kaler, the Bears told Mahomes in March 2017 that he was their top QB and gave him the strong impression they would draft him. This gives more reasoning to why he counted to 10 on his fingers while beating Chicago last season. <laughs> Which, hey. I mean, 
Yeah, basically. You just didn't draft the greatest, probably, quarterback coming out of that draft easily. So the only undefeated teams left are the Buffalo Bills, Green Bay Packers, Kansas City Chiefs, the Steelers, the, Steelers. the Titans, and the Seahawks. Oh, because they didn't, they they play, didn't play this they week. They play each other. They're I was both like, 3-0. and No way the Steelers. Everybody else is 4-0. and Steelers, Titans, 3-0. and Okay. So that makes it a little different. Mm-hmm. And the Bills are 4-0 and for the first time since 2008 when they had Marshawn Lynch himself at running back. The GOAT. The GOAT himself. And I believe Beast that's all himself. my NFL stuff. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. He screenshots a lot, guys. I, so much, because it's so interesting, folks. And I want to have the best content. The I content. want to have good content. Content. As the gritty has been taking over the league, I sent that yeah. to Lavelle too. Hey. Oh, yes, more stats. You want more stats? Charger, oh yeah, the 24-24, to 24, Joe Burrow. Yep, most wins ever by a player, 222. He passed Adam Vinatieri. That's what he was tied with for the all-time mm. wins. Uh and this is the first time the Browns have scored 28-plus in the first half of games since 1991. This is the first time they've scored 30-plus in three games since, like, 19-something mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And at one point in the Chargers, Tom Brady threw 14 for 15, 223 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Crazy That's stats. That's tough. Crazy stats. It's crazy stats. I think it's time to go to halftime, With though. that, we're going to halftime. This NFL segment has taken too long. What we do you mean? 28 minutes. Eh, this is probably our longest NFL segment. And I thought last week was longer. Oh well, but it's Westy. He loves his love his stats. I do. So it's downtime. Stay to the halftime. Half Quarterback lines up in the shotgun. Two receivers to his right and left with third and long. Red box. Red box. He gets a snap, drops back, launches a bomb downfield, and it's caught. Touchdown. Uh oh, hold on, folks. This one might be coming back. Looks like we've got a flag on the play and headed referee Tanner Frost coming in with the call. Tune in to Sports on the Edge at 1 to 2 p.m. on Fridays to hear the latest national sports news with Austin West, Tanner Frost, and Nick Henricks. Only on KBVU 97.5 The Edge. Oh, and uh, touchdown! Well, there you have it, folks. Tune in to Sports on the Edge, only on KBVU, your home for Beaver Athletics and Northwest Iowa Best Alternative Music. Welcome back from our halftime break. Halftime break. So we're going to go getting right into college football with the rankings. Rankings. Uh, updated. Rankings. Now, top 10. Do we want to do top 10 or top 25? Top 10. We'll only do top 10. We'll do top 10. Well, I want to say real quick, uh, shout out to Iowa State, Minnesota, <laughs> 24 and 25, even though I hate Iowa State. Uh, Michigan's at 20, and Wisconsin's at 16. Go Big Ten. All right, anyways, wow, back boy. to the top ten. At number ten, standing at 3-0, and Oklahoma State. At number nine, with no games played, Penn State at They're ranked eight. with no games. Yep. UNC standing at 2-0 and at, again, number eight. Hey, shout out to UNC, baby. UNC. Let's get it. Miami, Florida is standing at number seven, 3-0. Ohio State is at number six. Again, no games played. And that is a 20-spot jump for them as they were unranked. That's the most in AP poll history. The biggest one-week jump in AP poll history, I should say. And top five here, number five, Notre Dame at 2-0. Number four, Florida at 2-0. Georgia comes in at number three, also 2-0. Finally, number two, Alabama at 2-0, leaving Clemson at number one, 3-0. 
and so those some, are our rankings. Some scores. You can give us scores for some college of those games. Um, Florida, 38-24 um, against South Carolina. TCU upsets Texas, 22 Texas, 33-31. Um, UNC. And that means uh, next week for Texas and isn't it Oklahoma? They have the Red River Bowl. Oh, they do? It's Red River Week, baby. Do they play? They play next week. Yeah, it's Red River Week. yeah. yeah. And then UNC beat Boston College 26-22. to Alabama puts on a show against Texas A&M, 52-24. Big upset and against Oklahoma, Iowa State, 37-30. Georgia beats down Auburn, 27-6. LSU beats down Vanderbilt, 41-7. Clemson, easy win, 41-23. And you missed Oklahoma State against Kansas, 47-7. SMU versus say, Memphis, 30-27, yeah. BYU, 45 I just want to say, Spencer Rattler, not that good. Eh, overrated. Low key. Overrated. He was supposed to be QB1. Yeah. What happened? Wasn't he on, isn't that the name of the show he was yeah, on, too, QB1? Yeah. I did not like him on that show. I, I watched it with Isaiah. Yeah, you said I did I, not I, like him. He kind of seems like he's kind of like a little cocky. Oh, a oh, little. Okay, but, hey. Spencer I mean, Rattler. He made a D1. Sure, he I'll give him that. Like, he has some stuff to back it up, but jeez. <laughs> he said jeez. It was outrageous. <laughs> I, this man over here. I oh, I did not like it. But, hey. It's just my humble upbringings. I'm not did, used to people being that cocky. He did throw, they threw, throw a pick for the game, game-winning yep, pick. That's so. the second time. That's him. That's number two, two weeks in a row. So I guess you're not going to the NFL after this season, my guy. Sorry to tell you. That's, wait, isn't it his freshman year? Exactly. Yeah, why would he go to the NFL after his freshman year? You because can't. most people do that. Yes, you can. You in, can leave after your freshman year. In of, basketball, uh, not in football. Yes, you can. You have to do three years. No, you don't. Since when? I don't think you have to do three years. You've always had to do three no years. No way. Yes. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up afterwards. We're going to jump into fantasy right after we just finished college football. Whoa. Fantasy already, but I yes. wanted to say something quick okay. about college football. What did you want to say? I wanted you didn't to talk tell about. Me this. Yes, I did. Grand when? Valley number nine, Grand Valley State versus Ashland. No, not D1. I bro, we're not talk talking about, about this. No, what is this? Hail Mary pass to win the game <laughs> for Ashland at two seconds left. I don't even and know these teams at all. I know, but the announcer, because we're sports announcers, Lavelle, so I thought it related. He has the most generic, monotone voice. He's like. And the pass is up, and it's caught in the end zone for a touchdown. Ashland wins the game on a Hail Mary. There was four DBs back there in coverage, <laughs> but they get it done. What? What a crazy ending. Why so like, boring? Exactly. What's wrong That's with you, That's why guy? I wanted to say it, because it was so just lame. <laughs> I want to know if I can like pull it up and record it on the podcast, but I don't think I can. But oh, uh, my God. Copyright, copyright. I think I'd get copyrighted for that, but Probably. it was so funny. It was on ESPN College Football's Instagram. Um, you could probably find it somewhere else as well. I just thought it was super, super funny. <laughs> I, I, it was great. Okay. Just so calm. I can talk about the hot 26 if you want. <laughs> the if, top 26. If I want. Okay. I the, the top 26 in uh, college rankings, they all got their own uh, flavor in uh, B-dubs. Basically, number one, Clemson is the Blazing Carolina Reaper. And uh, Salt and Vinegar is Kansas State. And so I thought <laughs> salt it was really, and Vinegar. Because it's the lowest one. Like, it's the it's least, least spicy. Thing. So I thought it was really funny. What's uh, what's medium? Uh, medium. That's usually the orange, right? Oh, wait. Where's medium? Uh, Caribbean Jerry. Medium is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, okay. I got to choose a new flavor. Uh, Parmesan garlic is Virginia Tech. That's my favorite Ew. flavor. Ew. Garlic Ooh. Parmesan disgusting. I think. What's mild? Mild? 
uh, mild. Mild is Texas A&M. Mm. Hey, so if Texas A&M wants to send me some yeah. mild wings, I'm so down like, for it. Uh, what is AG like? AG is like the mango habanero, right? Yeah. That is Florida. Florida. I think he likes, he likes Florida, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like he'd like Florida. He'd like Florida. But, but yeah. he, he's a bandwagon, so we don't They've care. all got it. Uh, it's from October 14th, so it's updated. Don't worry. We yeah. have the top 26 for our Buffalo Wild Wings sauce is updated, obviously. We're Buffalo not, Wild Wings sponsor us. We're not savages. Of course we have this updated. <laughs> Someone sponsor us Buffalo Wild Wings yeah, Pizza Buffalo. Hut. We love wings. Send us wings. Send us wings. Send Mom us and Dad, send me some wings. <laughs> yeah, totally. that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right, I think I think we're ready to move With on. With that, to let's now. move on to fantasy. And I know you want to wrap this up to watch the Lakers game because the Lakers, hey, they're gonna win. Why do you hey, have to watch? Chill it? out, B. You gotta watch your favorite team play. You don't you don't sit down and just not watch the 49er game, right? That's true. Okay, exactly. That's true. Let's Even though on. I turned it off, though, <laughs> I didn't mention that. I turned yeah, that yeah, off yeah. after Nick Mullins' pick six. Hey, I turned I it off. I turned it off after Justin Herbert's pick <laughs> and the game-winning drive. I was like, I can't watch this no more. No, exactly. CJ Beathard was for a drive for a touchdown. And I had to turn it back on while I was laying in bed. So, <laughs> hey, let's move on to Anyways, the perfect team. Perfect lineup for fantasy this week at QB. It's a similar name. Dak Prescott, thirty-seven point three points. He just gets. So We've much heard points. his name many times. At running back, we had Joe Mixon with 42.1, probably the best game he'll have all year long. Dang. And Dalvin Cook with 28.6. Big difference there between RB1 and RB2 there. Dalvin the Cook had, lineup. like, 20 carries, bro. Like, dang. 28. And you guys, and I asked B-Pat, I'm like, dang, Dalvin Cook, like, he was carrying the ball for you. He's like, yeah, he told Coach he wanted to get at least 20 carries. I was at like, least at least 20? Hey. That's a that's lot. How, that's how you know you're good, dude. That's how you know you're just a Wide goat. receivers. Wide receiver one, Odell Beckham Jr. with 38.4. Again, we said this is probably going to be his best game all year. Yeah, definitely. Amari Cooper with 33.4. I had him on one of my okay. lineups. And that's, Joe Mixon. That's probably going to be. Say that. I probably think that's going to be his best game, too. Yeah. And he at tight end. Your boy, George Kittle, first Ooh. game back, 40.1 points. We got something special. We got position. something special after, oh my gosh. after our podcast. Yes. We go, we go, we go, we, you'll see on our Twitter. Follow oh, us at we are gonna do this. FB underscore unfocused. There's no underscore. It's no just FB unfocused. My bad. Because I'm, I'm using my Twitter. I have yeah, underscores, underscores and stuff. I do not. So, hey, follow us at FB. Yes, Lavelle has a new unfocused. idea to hey. celebrate the podcast. With hints. Celebration. Yep, with celebrations. And you will see. You will see the celebrations. I'm not on board for this. He's on board. He's all the way on board. We're going to do the best dances. I want to see Westy dance. Um, and Westy's a little boy. He can't dance. So I cannot little, dance. He's a little scared, but it's I okay. am scared. That's why I'm going to take the easiest celebration. <laughs> yeah, every he, week. he got the easiest one. Yes, I was like, okay. And it's George Kittle, so I'm like, I have to. Yeah, I got the best one, so it don't matter. Anyways, uh, kicker S. Ficken, I believe it's Sam, uh, out of for the New York Sam. Jets, 18 points as a kicker. And then defense 18. Chiefs with twenty points. Sheesh, sheesh. And our lineups, my lineup, I lost this week. Yep. How'd your teams do, Lavelle? Uh, nah, my ESPN team. I forgot to check that one this week, That's and tough. I, I got I lost by fifty points. A lot. Fifty six, I think. <laughs> and then for my my our league, our league, I lost one one twelve to one twenty nine to my boy Marco. He has a great team. I'm not going to lie. I play him this week. Let's see how it goes. And I picked up, hey, Jamal Williams. I picked you up Monday morning. Thank you for getting me 18 points. Just thank you. Mad props. Mad props. You got more than T.Y. Hill, and, and I traded for him. Thank you, though. I, hey, I don't know why you made that trade. Okay. Uh, because I needed a running back because, like, Christian McCaffrey is out, and I didn't put him on IR. Yeah, whatever. No, he said he's going to play in, like, a week. Oh, 
So I was like, okay. I know, but you could have kept him on. I yeah, yeah, had yeah. a bench spot open. I got Todd Gurley. I got Todd Gurley and T.Y. Helm. But Todd Gurley had a pretty good game, too. 20, 20 some points, I think. But still worried about him losing some uh, backfield touches to Brian Hill, so it's something to look at as well. But yep, I mean, it might not happen. It might happen. You hey, never know. Those were my. That's my week. I'm now two and two in our league. I'm zero and four in my ESPN league. Yeah. So, we'll, so let's let West talk team, about his uh, team. I should have lost in my ESPN league. I won one twenty seven and one twenty five because Kim Proctor, one of my buddy's moms, uh, she's in our league because uh, she's literally the greatest. She's the greatest. Um, <laughs> basically. It's like second, third mother to me. I have a lot of people I consider like third mothers, and always, they always. consider me their other son. Mm-hmm. But so basically, she had um, who was still Derek Henry was still in her lineup going into Sunday. Oh, and then so that's tough. But she does get it changed. She gets it changed in time, and she puts in Kenyon Drake, who gets her three points. But <laughs> in the process, she accidentally drops Zach Ertz. As her phone dies, so her tight end spot is empty. That's so tough. So I should have lost that game. You should, definitely. Yeah, so I won by two. Dang. Because she had Joe Mixon go off for 42, Wilford for 22, Tom Brady for 32. Yeah, Tom and Brady. the rest of my team just can't compete with that because they hit, like, average 10, 15, 33, 7, 9. Like, Josh Jacobs has not been doing great lately. Since his first week of, yeah. what, 30-something? Yeah, but, I mean, he's done okay. Like he got twelve against New Orleans, like yeah. it was, but he's gotten nine Decent. the last two weeks. Decent so, games, yeah. Sadly, oh, I'm looking down on him. But in our league, I took on Mason Latipe. Um, also got very lucky because he literally can't access his account, so he still has Saquon Barkley in his lineup. Why? On I like he lost all his information. It's so, like he can't get into his lineup and change it. So I got another easy win, and That's I think tough. it is tough. I got really lucky two weeks in a row, um, which I mean. Big yikes, but also, yay. He's happy um, about it. Because I won by 42. <laughs> but, I mean, because, again, I had Joe Mixon. And I still – I didn't have Devontae Adams play because he was injured. Yeah. It was a last-second decision. I didn't have a backup. But I had Joe Mixon 42, Mark Andrews 20, Sean Watson 20. So, I mean, it was okay. And then in what is sports, uh, I took an L. I took a fat L. Ooh, I expected that. You were the top of the league. I was. I was ranked number one. Uh, I go down. I believe I'm ranked probably third now. Uh, I lost by, that'll be 35 points, because he had Josh Allen, 42 Ooh. points. Um, St- Stephon Diggs and Kenny Galladay both get about 14. Both my receivers outscore him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I outscore him without Alvin Kamara. But then Miles Sanders outscores Nick Chubb, because Nick Chubb obviously gets injured. Uh, Schultz for Dallas, Dalton Schultz, he gets 15, while Zach Ertz gets 4. Mm. Uh, James Robinson gets me 12, while Clyde Edwards-Alaire gets 10. Uh, his kicker gets 17 uh, with Randy 17. Bullock for the Bengals. Randy Bullock for the Bengals. <laughs> and then he had scoring. Kansas City defense for 20 points. And so I just kind of – it just got away from me. And, you know, hey, Can't win tough. them all. Can't, can't win them all. all. So this week we're looking – we're looking hope, hope, hopefully for a win this week. Um, I face no punt intended uh, on our league, I believe, as one of the hosts of what is sports. I'm predicted to win by 12. Again, projections mean absolutely nothing. Yes. This is an interesting team, though. Ooh. Dak Prescott, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Keenan Allen. Terry McLaurin, God. Joshua Kelly, Raheem Mostert, uh, Dalton Schultz, Justin Jefferson, Houston kicker, Denver defense. Did you see that catch by Keenan Allen? Oh, the toe tat? The toe Bro. touch? Yep. Over good. the corner, too? I was like, oh, my God. 
And he was like, I'm different. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's different. You, you're I different, my guy. I agree. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I can't guard you. <laughs> I cannot guard you. I cannot you are guard right. you. You are correct. I can guard a lot of guys. I cannot guard you. I cannot boy. guard you. <laughs> All right. So with that, do Austin, we, we want to do my picks? Your picks. How We're you are this week? Do Austin. How'd you do last week, let's say? Uh, last week, I got two for three last week. Uh, Daryl Henderson got four points. Bad. It's it's a tough it's tough out here in the streets. So I'm four for six now. Four for six, two thirds, sixty six percent. Looking up above fifty. Now you got Still a fail. D. I D, got a D. D plus. D plus maybe. D maybe. Because James Robinson and Justin Jefferson both get fourteen. Yeah. I told Lavelle. I asked Lavelle. Lavelle, can I go players two weeks in a row? And we're like, no, let's not do that. So Daryl Henderson was the only fluke that we went two weeks in a row. Yeah. So I changed it up this week. Change I promise. New, we need new people. We need yes. new people. And we have give one the people at, what they want. We got three different positions, three different picks this week. First one. Running back, David Johnson of the Houston Texans. I feel like he's been doing pretty well because, I mean, he did. He had 10 points last week. Let me pull up David Johnson's stats real quick. Like, he was against Minnesota. He had 10, which is, eh, it's iffy. He had 12 against Pittsburgh the week before. But they take on Jacksonville. And Jacksonville. Jacksonville, who just gave up 42 points to Joe Mixon at the <laughs> running back position. And let Joe Burrow get his first win. Thank you to them. Joe Burrow really needed that. He did. He let, he did tweet. I love the feeling when was, when we win. I mean, hey, it's a great feeling. He wants it. to lose. I'm losing. But is awful. again, remember David Johnson. He's getting a little uh, competition on snap count with Duke Johnson there in the backfield. So he gets those early touches, and so he needs to really work on that. But the Jaguars front allowed 104.3 rushing yards per game to running backs throughout four weeks. So it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. So, again, David Johnson running back for the Houston Texans is one of my picks for this week. Going next, we've got the wide receiver position, one of my own, Brandon Ayuk for the San Francisco 49ers. I like this one. You do. I you did say that you did like this one. I like this one because he's been looking up. He's he like has. their number one receiver right now. Uh, With Debo Samuel and George Kittle are back though. So yes, but like, but I still think he's he's, he's he, built the trust with Nick Mullins, yes. <laughs> and so if, if he, Nick if Mullins plays, plays probably CJ Beathard. We don't know because we'll I mean see. neither of them have really proven themselves. But Brandon Ayuk, twelve points in the last game against Philly. No receiving touchdowns yet on the year, but he has two rushing touchdowns as he had 21 against the Giants as well. And he plays Miami this week. Yeah, you know how Miami and So is. Miami might be a good one because, I mean, it's not – his volume's pretty low, but I still think he'd be a nice waiver wire pickup. Yes, if you need I a mean, receiver and you know Michael Thomas and all of them are not available, get Ryan Nayuk or Scott Miller. Scotty Miller. Scotty yep. Miller. He's hey. also be good. That's not one of my picks. That's the list. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, saying Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller could be a good one. Look I've had up. him on my watch list all, Look all him season. Up, Look since him up. week one. Come but on. ESPN's actually telling me like, oh, his volume's too low to consider him for your fantasy lineups just yet. But I feel like he could get more targets. He's going to be more of a maybe watch staple. one more week. Maybe watch yeah. one more week. Maybe one more week. But I'm going to give him. I'm going to make he, him a pick for this week. Yes. Uh, that's that's a risk one. I know, but I think. Uh, he's because we just dropped Muhammad Sanu. Muhammad mm-hmm. Sanu got cut. He's only had one reception for nine yards the whole time we've had him. So I mean, he gets cut. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle, top three receivers right now. Unless Trent Taylor and Kendrick Bourne try to cut into that, but I feel like with the power that Brandon Ayuk's had, he's going to get more snaps. I think yeah. his uh, returns are going to come up more. So I think we'll be seeing good things out of the rookie there. So, again, that's why I'm making him a pick this week. Yeah. And then, finally, 
finally. I think this is the first time you have picked. Oh, yeah, it is. This uh, is the first time yeah, you've ever picked. For it. sure, because I we only haven't done many picks. But done my pick, oh, my gosh, my app wants to frustrate me cause I, so I can't look up their stats. My final pick for this week at the kicker position, <laughs> Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. You're probably thinking, what? <laughs> why is he talking about a kicker being it? That's what I say. Not being a pick. That's what I say. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because in the last three games, he has outscored the Colts' opponents. He had 15 points against, uh, I should say, fantasy points against Minnesota, 11 against the Jets, 14 against Chicago. He had four field goals, four for four in field goals and two extra points. So that is four, 12, and two extra points, 14 points. Minnesota only scored 11 in that game. He had against the Jets. He had two field goals made, six points and four extra points, ten points. I believe the Jets only had seven or eight in that game. And then against Chicago, he had 12, 13 uh, points against Chicago, and we know they had 11 this week. So, and so right. if they need play a kicker, if he, Cleveland. I don't think he's on the waiver wire. If if anything, he could be. He, he is on I the waiver look. wire in my league. I could look. I'm actually kind of thinking about picking him up because I think because Matt Prater's on a bye, Sheesh. so I'm giving my, my own pick on my oh, own I team. Will, I will let so I will let so we'll let's pretty good because yeah. again New Orleans. So I mean they play Cleveland this ESPN, week. So I feel like a they're gonna have to attempt a lot of field goals. B or B the Philip Rivers will be able to keep up with the Browns, which is the second less reasonable option. Yeah, and uh, so I think okay Rodrigo Blankenship, since he's a kicker. Uh, for this not to be a bust, I think he will get, should, should we say, eight-plus points is to, not a bust? It has to be eight-plus. I think it has to be. If he gets any less. Any less than eight. Any less than eight. It's yeah. a, but eight and above is yeah. a solid pick, and that's a, and that's a win? That's a win. That's a win. So If he gets it. If he gets it, of course. Of course. And so, yep, those are my picks. Brandon Yuck, the wide receiver of the 49ers, David Johnson, running back for the Houston Texans, and Rodrigo Blankenship of the Indianapolis Colts, kicker. And while I do have some hate towards him because he stole the award from Keith Duncan last year uh, for the best kicker in college football, that's is he is he the guy from with the Georgia? goggles from, He's Georgia. from Georgia? I knew it. Someone who was talking about who? Where is this guy at? I think it was, I think it was Isaiah. Isaiah was talking about who? Where is the guy from from Georgia with the goggles? And I was He's like, in Indianapolis. I don't know. I don't know. He's Guess in Indianapolis. In oh my God. Okay. But I like your picks this week. Thank you. Something new. Something new. Something new. Trying something new. <laughs> First kicker we had on the fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Hey, but with Who that thought, let's we end it. Absolutely. We go watch this Laker game. Hopefully, the Lakers win. Absolutely. Let's get it. And with that, we like to say goodbye to the from the football unfocused crew. Goodbye. Bye.